I'm Valentina Stragliotto, and this is SEO in 2024, Additional Insight. Valentina, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2024? I think that we should consider all the organic channels and make them work in synergy. SEO is slowly turning turning in OSO. Into OSO, okay, what is OSO? Organic search optimization, simply the horizontal version of SEO. The horizontal version of SEO. Do, 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 do you want to explain that a little bit further? Of course. So really with the development of AI, uh, this really has been one of the major uh, reasons why SEO has been developing into a more, an broader department, really. And as well because of the development of social media and the increasing number of, pe- of people using social media. OSO is a broader way to see search engine optimization when we integrate multiple channels and we make them work in synergy to make sure that our presence online organically is strong and we build general authority over our brand in itself and as well of our, our, our website. Understood. Okay. So what do you mean by all the organic channels? What, what are the key or- organic channels that you would focus on? I think uh, for me, the organic channel, the main organic search channels would still be mainly social media and search in general. Together with this, we can uh, obviously integrate as well, for instance, newsletters or forums so on this kind of thing, which are very important to be working as in synergy. Uh, but my focus is definitely social media and search. And what about podcasts or YouTube? I think, well, YouTube is definitely included within the social media, really. Um, and podcasts as well are a kind of asset that we should include and a kind of content that we should include as well in our strategies. And these podcasts are becoming more and more and more fundamental, uh, an element that we should add and integrate actively within our strategy. Yeah, so it's a bit of a morphed opportunity between an opportunity to publish content on other platforms but also a distribution opportunity where people can discover your brand through that as well exactly so it's a bit of a strange opportunity but we're not focusing in on that so um i guess the key message is synergy so how, how do you make them all work together in synergy it's not only about data it's as well about looking around and trying to understand what's working right now for the people and focusing mainly on our audience. I think uh, Google has been, especially lately, slowly moving away from that sort of like set range of keywords which we would normally focus on and trying to tell us to focus more on what the audience want to see in terms of like unique content and what we can provide to the audience to be seen as a more uh, authentic and authoritative, authoritative brand. This is started with the ad- add-on of the second E in AT, but as well then developed towards uh, the billion algorithm update that Google had. And as well, um, lately, what Google have been doing with the keyword volume in Keyword Planner, where it has been basically grouping keywords differently and giving us different, more general volumes for less similar keywords. And I think what, with the addition of AI, for us is fundamental to basically integrate uh, social media within our organic strategy. And Synergy is really that. Um, So, by the way, every 
English native speaker struggles with authoritative authoritative. It's 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 not it's Google's fault. Don't worry about it. Thank Just you. blame them. Yeah. So, <laughs> and um, you say what's working for the people? How do you determine what your audience actually want? I think this is a quite fun question to answer for to answer to. There are various methods. Obviously, we have the typical method. So obviously, keyword volumes and keyword research and a very in-depth and well-made keyword research where we can actually go and find those little niche keywords, which maybe very little people are looking at, but that's how we get like our specific target audience that we want to get. And this is obviously one of the main things that SEO does still right now, obviously, and therefore we've always been doing. But I think it's about now creating that niche research as well. And that comes as well from looking around about on forums, for instance. I think one thing the very little number of people knows is or does is going on forums, for instance, Reddit or social media sort of threads and see what people talk about. What are people interested on? So look at your internet or your industry and what's happening within your internet industry hashtags or in threads on, on Reddit and try to see what people talk about when they're interested on. And that's something that we struggled to get on keyword research because maybe the volumes are so small that we cannot see them, but actually people are talking about it. And it's good if we have content which covers that because we can show expertise. What are your thoughts on targeting zero volume keyword phrases? Because it's tough because you do your traditional keyword research and you think, okay, I want to be targeting keyword phrases that are maybe, that maybe have maybe between 100 and 200 search volume per month. They're just a nice medium long tail keyword phrase. Um, but so that's what you do traditionally in SEO. But um, it's, it's great advice to be very specific about what your target audience wants. But then you do your keyword research and it says zero, zero search volume. So is it, is it a challenge to justify targeting those, those types of phrases? I think that's a very good question. I think a well-made content uh, strategy covers all of it. So sometimes, and this is something that also Google has mentioned, sometimes keyboard volumes are not accurate. Sometimes we see zero searches, but actually there, were, there is a big trend, well, not a big trend, but a starting trend, which we can jump on, like a conversation, for instance. And I think that we should not focus only on zero searches. I think that would be not the right decision to do, to take. However, I do think we should consider them and that topicality is becoming more important than ever, where we mix our high and medium volume keywords with those zero volume keywords, which create that unique content, which really nobody else has and can show the expertise that it's so now developing, but I think it's still often overlooked. I mean, I guess a theory could be that um, Google don't want you to be discovering all the long tail keyword phrases that have little search volume to drive the user, drive the advertiser towards using paid search a little bit more. Is that a conspiracy theory? <laughs> I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think Google has a lot of secrets and I think Google tends to not tell us everything, uh, but I, I have experienced that things that Google was saying, they're not important. Don't worry, do not consider this within your strategy because this is absolutely not important. And then really, if you test it and try to apply these sort of like more things within your strategy, they actually work in increasing your traffic. So my theory 
is that Google has secrets and that it's fun to discover them uh, and learn what they want to hide. But we should always focus on the user in, in the first place. So yes, I do think Google wants to hide some things from us, but it's because they want us to provide high quality content. Okay, that's the <laughs> that's a nice reason. I, th- I think also a way that SEOs develop from being inexperienced to more experienced. So I think the more experienced SEOs are more comfortable with determining what they should be listening to and what they should be ignoring. Yes, I definitely think that. I also think that, especially lately with the billion, I, I keep on mentioning this, but um, we have really had a lot of algorithm updates lately. And I can see the community being quite uh, overwhelmed by it. But really what Google keeps on saying is if you're doing your job properly, this shouldn't matter to you. So yes, I do think that especially for us who just entered the industry, this is often more overwhelming that for more experienced SEOs, which instead are quite used to those, to these mood swings, that makes sense. Although this has started recently, whereas before we used to have a couple of big updates per year, whereas now they're happening almost every month or week. <laughs> you also touched on AI. What role do you think AI should play in organic success? This is a tricky one. There have been a huge conversation about whether we should use AI for our content production, especially I was reading recently that TikTok uh, have introduced this AI help to create the videos, for instance. Um, and as well as a, a lot of SEOs have been using AI to create the, um, the content on their website. I think AI is a great, incredible resource to make our job easier and to help us in producing amazing content in a little bit less time. I do not think that we should rely on AI to produce our content simply because as much as it's smart and great, it, is, it doesn't give the same feeling as the human created content. So my feeling with this is AI is amazing. I love it myself. I use it a lot in my, in my work. What tools do you use? Well, ChatGPT is obviously uh, one of the main tools that we use, uh, but as well, we're creating tools internally to support us with our work um, and to make uh, some of uh, the processes which are quite manual, a little bit more automated. So, and we support, uh, we use it as well to support uh, and sort of find new ideas for our content. But obviously, we always put our own heart and ideas in our content because that's really what is going to help us a lot in providing that unique content because AI is amazing, but it's still fed from different things which you can find and learn. So it's very is not unique in itself. So going back to thinking about different organic channels and their synergy, I guess that makes it more challenging to measure success. So how do you go about measuring whether or not what you're doing is successful uh, if you're integrating everything together? It's tricky, again, although the topic in itself is tricky. I think it's about dividing sort of every data can tell a story. So when we look at the data, we, it, especially now, it's very complicated to have firm answers on what worked and what didn't, especially, as you said, with the synergy of different channels. 
So what was the channels that actually helped us succeeding in this? And I think starting to set KPIs from the start, which are going to help us understand what helped what, is one firm step, um, which I think is incredibly massively helpful. What was an example of a KPI that's good to set? It really depends from uh, from what you're doing. So if I want to integrate uh, my social media, uh, I don't know, my Instagram reel within my page, I want to see both the traffic which enters my site seen from the moment uh, which I embedded that specific piece of content within my page. But as well, I want to go and check what the reel is doing from the time I actually published that blog. So that would be um, the views, for instance, that I had, but in, in, in itself, the engagement rate. So that would be, uh, obviously, as we know, the engagement rates, uh, likes, shares, comments, etc. since I actually published and it's a lot of cross-selling, of cross-sharing, sorry. So that starts from the traffic on my site and the engagement rate on my reel. And then from there, once we have the date of these things that have been published, I want to see how the conversion changed. Brilliant. You've shared what SEO should be doing in 2024, so now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2024? I think focus on the top of the funnel. As I was saying earlier, keywords research are amazing. And I think historically we have been um, running keyword research uh, to follow the overall funnel from the top to the end. And I think this is still fundamental. We should focus on the overall funnel. But I think with the implementation of AI within um, search engines, superficial keywords on search are becoming more complicated for success. So I think only focusing on those superficial keywords and top of the funnel keywords is quite counterproductive without the completing the research to go deep down in the funnel and provide that uniqueness, basically. Valentina Straliotto is SEO executive at Anything Is Possible. You can find her over at AIP.media. Valentina, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2024. Thank you very much for inviting me over. I've been your host, David Bain. You've been listening to an episode of SEO in 2024, Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2024 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more at seoin2024.com. Hold up. 